loyalty is mistaken for like love and presence a lot of times and people are not able to give loyalty they just think like I'm here so I'm loyal and it's like that's not loyalty or they feel like I love you so I'm loyal to you and it's like "Mm, but your actions are showing me that number one you don't really love me or at least love me in the way that I feel like I need love or I need to be loved which in return is not really love or loyalty in my opinion what up y'all and welcome to our podcast ghetto oasis where my sister and I prioritize learning from our mistakes and where impact and intent is placed over popularity the topic of today's episode is sisterhood This is the second part of this topic. I'm really blessed to have such a patient and caring person in my life. And my sister and I's bond is super tight. I think that these conversations actually really show that. And to be fair, I think our relationship also shows that a little bit of time and consistency will strengthen any relationship. So please stay tuned to hear the final part of this conversation. And I really hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to our Ghetto Oasis. If you watch part one of this, you watched it and you know what's about to happen. For those of you who didn't, I'm going to talk to my sister about our sisterhood. This was kind of accidental that it worked out that way, but I think it's cute. I do too. So here we are for part two. So I'm going to kick this off. So Jayana. Yes. My first question for you is what has our sisterhood done for you? I think our sisterhood has done so so much and I can't put it into words. I'm just kidding. Our sisterhood has shown me that number one, I could be a great mother, mm-hmm. which I think that's important because I, I do want to be a mother one day. And I now know that I will be good at it. And though it's not going to be easy because I don't want to like write off like it's going to be so easy because I don't have kids. I know that it will be natural for me. And in a way, it will make it more smooth, if that makes sense. Why you say that? Because to a certain degree, I've done it already financially. Not to the degree of like birthing a child and raising a newborn and bringing it up into an adult. But I like the life lessons. I feel like I have done that. I feel like I have done, you know, some of the hard work in terms of like, I don't know. I think I just, I've helped like you mold into the person that you are today with like, you know, the identity issue, helping you find your identity, helping with life lessons. So I don't know. I think it just will be second nature for me. Mm -hmm. And also our relationship has helped me in a way that I don't think I could really describe. And I don't know, like... For instance, you give me great advice. You are always there for me. You always help me through the hard times. You let me know that everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Even when sometimes I feel like I am just going to fall apart into a million pieces. You just help me in so many great ways. And I thank you for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That was very sweet of you. 
Are you able to get what you get from our relationship and other relationships? No. How so? I feel like the main thing I really need in relationships is truth. Yeah. Someone to be like completely honest with me. And for some reason, people don't know what honesty is or what it looks like (laughs) or to even do it in a way where it makes them comfortable. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there are a lot of people that say, I want honesty. And when they get honesty, they actually don't want that or they're not able to receive it in a way where... It'll allow that person to continue honesty with them or other people in their lives. So honesty is like a really big, important factor with relationships for me. And people are not able to get them. I also need loyalty. <laughs> and loyalty is mistaken for like love and presence a lot of times. And people are not able to give them loyalty. They just think like, I'm here, so I'm loyal. And it's like, that's not loyalty. Or they feel like, I love you, so I'm loyal to you. And it's like, "Mm, but your actions are showing me that, number one, you don't really love me. Mm -hmm. Or at least love me in the way that I feel like I need love or I need to be loved. Which, in return, is not really love or loyalty, in my opinion. I think 21 Savage said that in the song, he'd rather have loyalty than love because love don't really mean shit. I mean, if you have loyalty, then in return, love can be built. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people realize that or know that. So It's just like love versus like, not the same thing. Right. Or love versus in love. Yes. Because like, I feel like I have a general love for a lot of people mm-hmm. or just the the human race in general even mm-hmm. people that I probably wouldn't even consider to be a friend or somebody I would want to be around but like if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody getting hurt or like you know in danger I would want to help them because I have a general love for people right and then I need a listening ear mm-hmm. and people don't know how to listen to me and that really throws me off because I listen to other people. So I don't get what I need from other people. And in return, they probably don't really get all of me because of that. Why do you think people have a hard time listening to you? Maybe I have a hand in perpetuating that Mm -hmm. because I don't immediately open up. So I think sometimes people might get comfortable with the fact that I am okay with listening. Mm -hmm. And so they might fall into some type of a rhythm or comfort or whatever the case may be where they're like, well, this is a thing for us. So I'm not going to be like, let me indulge in you or it's important for me to at least give you your chance or your your space in order to get comfortable with sharing with me. And I don't think I don't know if it's important to people. I don't know if it's like in the, the forefront of people's minds whenever a relationship is built. I don't really know what to make of it, but I think that's why I get in relationships and people are like, they do try to engage with me maybe like the first couple of times. And then after a while, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to try anymore. So anyway, I'm dealing with or what I got going on and I'm never going to ask about what you have going on. 
I think we kind of talked about that in our first episode too. Yeah. Where it's like playing a role and then falling into that role. Yeah. And then being like, I mean, but I'm also multifaceted. Like I have other shit that I want to do. I'm not just trying to play listener all the time. Sometimes right. I need to also speak. Right. Of course, we talked about that from more of a masculine versus feminine role. Yeah. Go listen to that if you all haven't already. And that, right. that makes sense. Yeah. So with that, like... So you said, you mentioned loyalty, you mentioned listening. What else did you mention again? Loyalty, listening. What was the first one? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Which is crazy because you said I'm a good listener. <laughs> Damn it. I know. Uh, but you mentioned those those traits that are yeah. good. What would you say is the, has been the hardest part of our relationship? What do you think you have struggled with in our sisterhood? Um, I feel like sometimes you suffer from little baby syndrome or younger sibling syndrome what i don't know whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. where you are used to being taken care of and you are used to being baby and you are used to just pretty much being the 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 younger sibling mm-hmm. and the younger child and you don't really have to think about things in a way that i feel like i do or in the way that i just naturally do mm-hmm. and sometimes that does bother me a little bit because mm-hmm. it's like okay bro like take initiative on this or it's okay for you to do this sometimes Mm -hmm. but i mean that just comes with communication i can easily be like what the fuck like do something else don't don't feel like you have to take a back seat all the time even like with you finally got a car a year ago for your birthday Mm -hmm. and before that i'm like i am tired of driving all the damn time but i had to understand like that came from a lot of you not being comfortable with driving especially like my car is a little bigger so I understood that but it was like at times I'm like can you just drive like I don't want to have to always drive or feel like a chauffeur or you know feel like I have to lead all the time yeah so that can be a struggle sometimes to feel like I need to lead or feel like I have to always be on right and you're being introverted bothers me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But again, I just have to understand, like, you don't want to be bothered some days. Some days I don't want to be bothered. And it's just <laughs> more than more with me. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Just um, an issue that I have with everybody in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can understand you a lot more, though, because number one, I have grace for you. And we are sisters, and I have dealt with this for 28 years, so it's nothing new to me. It's just some days I'm like, hmm, I'm so needy, <laughs> and you're not giving me the attention that I need and that I want, and then I get a little attitude, and then you be like, what's wrong with you? And I'd be like, nothing. Like... <laughs> I think you know what's wrong with me. <laughs> what's wrong with you? And I'd be like, girl, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, bye. Going in my room. I tried. <laughs> so I think those are like the two main things. Other than that, like, we good. We solid. Do you feel like you are able to get your needs met with that in other relationships or other avenues or other outlets? No. So how do you feel with having like those needs just not met. I feel like when I am in a space of like neediness and I really feel like I need some type of companionship and nobody's able to give that to me 
and you're not able to give that to me, that's whenever I feel like I have a little mental break. Mm-hmm. So kind of like how I was last week where I was just like all over the fucking place and I didn't feel like I could focus or I felt kind of overwhelmed and I just like kind of wanted to burst at the seams. That's what that looks like for me. Mm-hmm. But I just have to really just tell myself like, you have to do this for you. And like, you kind of told me that last week, which kind of clicked in my head with where it's like, yeah, I actually do have to do this for myself because what if one day I'm never in a relationship? Not to like say that I would never be in a relationship, but it could be a possibility where I don't find a spouse and that is okay. And I have to be able to, I guess, pacify myself whenever I need to, whenever, you know, I can't get that from other humans. I think it's the ability of self-soothing mm-hmm. and not in a toxic way, right? Because it's yeah. not like I'm telling you, like, go do some drugs. <laughs> it's more so like you have to be able to recognize what's going on with you, mm-hmm. analyze it, and then be able to deal with it or cope with it in a way that makes sense. Right. So, and I think that you are, you've typically been pretty good with that, but I think the pandemic has fucked most of us up when of it comes course. to that. And you're not able to do things that you enjoy doing. Right. Because it's not accessible currently. Right. But I think that's also really good. For not only you, but everybody else. I definitely agree with that because I don't want to get to a point where I'm just doing things to self-soothe versus like being able to sit with myself and self-soothe. Exactly. And like replacing material. Or not really material things. I don't really like, you know go all out whenever it comes to material i do go all out maybe like with experiences experiences and like other things that come with that that right. could be material right mm-hmm. so i would prefer that i get this under control with like myself and being able to just like sit with myself maybe or like instead of having like an experience um outlet i could have like a meditation outlet or like working on my physical in some way, shape, or form, whether I find like a dance class or, you know, working out more or, you know, yeah. something like that. Just kind of like bettering myself in ways that will self-soothe me. Right. Things that you could take with you at any given moment. Right. Because like the pandemic, for example, has taught us that you kind of can't just be like, I'm about to book a flight to Bali. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> That's not always accessible. Or if you fall on hard times, it's not going to be a situation where you could just spend money it would be very mm-hmm. irresponsible and then that causes a whole other problem mm-hmm. but you can always take meditation with you you can always take working out mm-hmm. with you you can always take taking a walk with yeah. you even if it's just walking up and down the stairs or doing some crunches in your room or writing mm-hmm. whatever it might be yeah yeah i agree those are all my questions for you. Did you have anything else that you wanted to plug in about our sisterhood? I mean, I really do enjoy our relationship. I feel like sometimes it hurts my feelings that to know that some at some point it's going to have to not subside, but subside a little bit. Change. Right. Um, and it's going to look completely different for the both of us. And that is going to have to be some getting used to. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. And I think, I don't know about you, but I'm preparing for that moment. I'm interested to know, like, at what point will our bond either, like, get stronger because mm-hmm. of it or 
sometimes it scares me that it's going to subside only because of how introverted you are. And if you say you are the, a person that's going to get married and have a family, will you feel like too overwhelmed with, you know, having a whole bunch of people around you? And you'd be like, girl, I don't have time for you because I got a whole family. I got a whole husband, a whole kid. So, like, I don't have time for you. So that, to me, kind of worries me. And kind of like co- coexisting those two, like, identities or those two different families mm-hmm. as one. Because you are so, like, private and you do, you know, keep your your lives separate. Yeah, compartmentalized really badly. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, being that you are the only the real, how the hell you pronounce say that, you know what the hell I'm yeah. trying to say. <laughs> You're the only constant in my life and you are the only person that I've ever felt actually comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Even in relationships that I enjoyed or even with like, like I think about like partners or friends that I actually enjoyed. I'm never fully comfortable. I've never been able to truly be authentically myself mm-hmm. and I'm actually able to do that with you so I don't know if it's even possible for it to be like I'm married to this motherfucker now I'm gonna cut that cord with my sister and just focus on that and even you know like hearing you say that because I have issues when it comes to uh, commitment in that way it's like oh that sounds scary I don't even know well I didn't say that to be like don't never get married that no. <laughs> please get married that's not the way I t- take it, but you know, that's something that I... That's how you can be extreme, though. Like, well, I ain't never getting married. Cool, because... Cool, this she the outlet me, for me. She gave me the right away. Right. <laughs> no, I don't see it like that. I just see... Hearing you say that, that's stuff that I'm already scared of. Just the... Not even, like, losing you within that, but just the commitment of being like, oh, marriage? Ooh, kids? Mm. But even, like, with those things... I can't see me having those things like without you. Can you imagine me being married and not being like, Jayana, I'm going to slap the shit out of this man. <laughs> like, I don't think it would be possible because I would probably slap the shit out of that man. Right. So I don't think that is like ever going to be the case. And mm-hmm. even to like raising kids, like, no, I would 100% need you there if anything i feel like when it comes to the point of like you being married and you having kids that's something that you would actually be good at i could see you kind of like not having a i don't see what role i could play in that like i see i think i would be like a cool auntie right but i don't see what role i could have because you are pretty good when it comes to like relationships and like love and all of that versus me i'm like true but i mean like sometimes i do need to be talked off the ledge and I need to be, I need to hear like a person with a voice of reason. Mm-hmm. So you are that person because I feel like if I might get too like stressed out, I can react. And sometimes it's in a not so good way. Mm-hmm. And I'm still working on that, but I don't know how it would look, you know, implementing like a family. If I would be like better and actually good and like prepared for my future life or if I can like revert because right now I'm working on myself and I am completely by myself and I have no practice outside of you and like you know my day-to-day life with outside people versus like somebody that's consistently in my life Mm -hmm. so I don't know how that would look you know in the future 
if I would be like a good partner or if I actually would be a good mother. Right. So I definitely still I'm going to need some help and I'm going to need you to be like, uh-uh, I'm going to come get uh, TT babies right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to come get my babies because your mama tripping. She need a break. 100%. And then I'll be like, y'all go ahead and get in the car and I'll cut your ass out. I mean, but we all need that. 100%. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Of course. This was very sweet. This was. I'm happy to know that you are my sister. I mean, I've been knew that. Right. <laughs> I've been knew that for a while. Uh, probably. Probably since I was, like, capable of understanding things. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I appreciate this. And, like I've already said, I appreciate that we're doing this thing together. So, Same. You. Same. Thank you. Bye guys, Bye. again, we're gonna go to the next segment now. So, and cut. What up y'all, I'm about to give y'all my tips on what I think is important to know about building stronger relationships with siblings or romantic partners or really anybody. I think these tips are pretty universal. So the first one is being okay with being uncomfortable. I think a lot of times, especially for those of us who are introverts, We get so stuck in the, I'm uncomfortable, I don't want to do this, but the only real way to grow is to be uncomfortable. That's the only way you're going to get more confident with situations that you're not familiar with. And the more you get confident, the more they become natural and you gravitate towards them. So it's cool to be uncomfortable. Sometimes you just got to bear through it. And if you really, you know, like the people and love the people around you, they're worth it. Those relationships are worth it. And it's okay to give a little bit of yourself as difficult as that is for a lot of us. Sometimes you have to do that in order to better these relationships. The second tip I have is sometimes you're going to look crazy, but that's cool. You just got to bounce back. And I think that piggybacks off of that first tip really well. Like if you're not used to being I don't know, in situations and you're uncomfortable with them, you might respond to them in a kind of crazy way. And I mean, I have a lot of those situations with my sister and we just have inside jokes about it. Or she like casually makes fun of me in a way that's pretty funny and we move on. But you have to be cool with the fact that you don't have all the answers to everything. You are a human being that's trying to figure out how to do this. And with that being the case, you might look a little weird. Like, we all have those situations where people look a little weird, and it's cool. It don't mean that we love them any less. It just means that you're trying to figure it out. And as long as you're trying, people will notice that you are trying because your intention means more than how things are perceived. And my last tip is be willing to compromise. So, again, all these tips are pretty harmonious with one another, like... If you're going to be uncomfortable and if you're going to give to people, that means that you are compromising because you are doing something that isn't natural to you. And when it comes to anything, right? Like, I mean, for example, like my sister and I live together. I sometimes be thinking it's hot in the house. She don't be thinking that. So I have to compromise and be like, it's cool. She want to like have it on hell in here. Like I just got to be okay with that because at at the end of the day, her comfort is really important and I can figure out like how to not be boiling hot. And I mean, she has a lot of compromises with me, whether it be like, you know what, today I'm 
about to go in my room, like, leave me alone. And I know she'd be like, you know, feeling no way about it, but she compromises and she understands that like, sometimes I need the moment to recharge because it can be a lot for me. So be willing to compromise. And also too, you have to let people know that they're not compromising for you, especially if it's not a two-way street. And if people aren't willing to compromise for you, then you might need to reevaluate that whole situation. Because again, relationships, no matter romantic, platonic, family, they are all a two-way street. So whoever it is, if they're not compromising for you, you might need to rethink that. I hope y'all enjoyed this mini session at the Ghetto Oasis. If y'all want to show some love, go ahead and follow us on all the podcast platforms. We on all of them. And if you really, really want to show some love, and if you listen on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and drop that review so people like us can hear this. And, you know, we could just keep this community building. And if you really, really, really want to show us some love, go ahead and share this episode with your mama, your sister, your best friend, your baby daddy, your coworker, and everybody else needs to hear real conversations because you know how that goes. Okay, bye.